Born on America's darkest day of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes ever since. When a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind, Tunnel to Towers pays the mortgage on the family home to lift the financial burden. For severely injured veterans and first responders, Tunnel to Towers builds mortgage-free smart homes, enabling severely injured heroes to move around their homes more independently. Through the Foundation's Homeless Veteran Program, Tunnel to Towers is providing housing and services to homeless veterans. More than 3,300 were helped last year alone. Because all veterans who honorably served, whether in peacetime or war, deserve our nation's gratitude. People who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities need your help now more than ever. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good and never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices of this country's heroes. Donate $11 a month at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. Hey, it's Will Friedle. And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical Rewind. You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies like My Date with the President's Daughter. And the Cheetah Girls movies. Together we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us. Listen to Magical Rewind on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Team, welcome to the Freedom Hut Thursday, June 23rd edition of the program. Big Supreme Court decision comes down today, and it is a major win for the Second Amendment and for gun rights. The right to bear arms shall not be infringed, my friends. That's not something we can say quite yet because it's being infringed all the time. But to keep and bear arms, we've certainly made progress in that direction, we will discuss this pivotal case and how it affects the home state of yours truly and perhaps now clears the way for me to be a New York legal handgun owner. Oh, look at that. Wouldn't that be interesting? We will uh, discuss this in just a moment. If you have to wear a suit and tie or if you just want to look uh, look sharp, look slick, look like you know what you're doing when you're out there at dinner, out at a party, You've got to wear shoes that pull it all together, but you don't want to have uncomfortable feet. I hate uncomfortable feet. I just won't do it. That's why you need Wolf and Shepherd. This is a dress shoe made and worn by athletes, first and foremost, and they figured out, hold on, it feels like sneakers on our feet. 
And now everyone's getting on the Wolf and Shepherd train. It's amazing. This is footwear for people who want to look like they're wearing a dress shoe, but feel like they're in a sneaker. I know that sounds crazy, right? How is that even possible? It is. I've owned Wolf and Shepherd shoes for years now. I was a Wolf and Shepherd shoe owner and wore them all the time before they were even a sponsor on my program. Wolf and Shepherd, friends, you need to check them out. Try the crossover. That's their most popular shoe, but I've got three other shoes. They're all fantastic. Can't encourage you enough. Go check it out. Wolfandshepherd.com. That's Wolf and Shepherd, S-H-E-P-H-E-R-D, wolfandshepherd.com. Oh, it's a good day for the Second Amendment. Yes, it is. New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, Superintendent of New York State Police, in a massive 6-3 decision. Drop down like freedom from the heavens for your firearm carrying purposes. Uh, The New York State May issue regimen has been slapped down. The notion that you should have to demonstrate proper cause. That's right. That's the phrase they were using. A special need for you to have a handgun in the state of New York has been overturned my friends and it's not just for new york because this is obviously supreme court case this now applies to all of the lib anti-second amendment zones uh that are statewide like hawaii new jersey maryland massachusetts california new york oh yes they are in violation of the constitution now if you are a person of uh of you know necessary legal standing no criminal background if you meet the basic requirements and you want a handgun they're gonna have to say okay you can have a handgun legally in these states and carry it concealed in these states that's the way it's got to be right because there there had been a uh, heller dealt with a dcv heller years ago dealt with the Can you own a gun at all, a handgun at all, in a place like Washington, D.C. or Chicago? And the answer the Supreme Court came back with was, yeah, you have to be able to own a gun. Now it's, can you have a carry permit? Can you have a carry permit in these places? And the answer is, well, if you are a person who has not had some problem with the law, if you're a person who has uh, met the necessary statutory requirements uh you have to be able to be given a carry permit for self-defense not a mm, okay maybe you can have a gun but you have to have it in three lock boxes and have it locked deep in your basement and you have to have a fingerprint scanner to get to the lock box and a lock on the gun that's real stuff that they had i mean not all of it but some of that in new york it was absurd mm, sorry you can't have a gun one of my favorite parts of this decision is in the uh, Alito concurrence, separate Alito concurrence, where he points out, it's, he takes a shot, so to speak, at the other side. He says, you know, these lib dissenters here, of course, you know who they are, Sotomayor, Kagan, and Breyer, they're all, oh, we don't want you to have guns. Guns are so scary. There are lots of guns in New York. Lots and lots, thousands of handguns that people are arrested for not even just the ones that are i mean there's more than that there's probably 10 times that number 100 times that number circulating in new york and its environs but well maybe 100 times a lot but there's a there's clearly tens of thousands of them 
illegally in circulation in New York City alone. And New York City decides that it's a gun-free zone, effectively. And the only people who can get a carry permit are connected. People that have a little bit of a wink and a nod from the police department and city hall. I'm sorry, that's not the way it's supposed to be. That's not actually what the Constitution lays out, and that's not how individual rights are supposed to function. I mean, it's really, on the one hand, it's a great victory. On the other hand, it's astonishing that these, these lib neurotic states were able to get away with this as long as they did. New York, California, you know, some of the states, uh, not all, but Vermont's been much better, for example, on guns than New York is or than Massachusetts is. But, you know, basically the Northeast and California had this regimen where you can't you can't carry a gun unless you can prove a special need and the special need proving was effectively arbitrary it's oh well do you have a threat against your life well then maybe we'll give you and even then they might not give it to you the whole thing was absurd it was absurd but you know libs are like oh i don't want people to have guns but they have guns the bad guys have guns clearly because they're committing shootings all the time the lib dissent here from uh, the other side of the court was simply ridiculous uh legally unserious they lay out there's all oh, there's so much gun violence oh this is what the libs believe if we regulate more there'll be less gun violence more regulation less gun violence doesn't work they have jurisdictions like chicago and new york city that are effectively gun-free zones that are full of guns and gun violence, full of guns in the hands of criminals, mind you. People that don't care what the state or city legislature says about their uh, possession of firearms. And they prey upon people who are left defenseless. They prey upon people who have to say, oh, well, maybe I'll call the cops. I got to tell you, after what everybody saw in Uvalde, and I'm sorry, but we now know beyond doubt what the, the police response in Uvalde from the command level down to that hallway where they were stacked up with ARs and ballistic shields was appalling. Appalling. You're going to trust the police to get there in time when some some uh, hardened criminal breaks into your home? You're going to trust the police to show up and do the right thing when there's a, a, a moment that you could end up losing your life or your family could end up losing their lives over? No, I don't think so. You should at least have the option. You should at least have the chance to be able to protect yourself. Now, this Supreme Court decision here, again, New York State Rifle and Pistol Association v. Bruin, it's, it's fascinating just in terms of all the history that it goes into. Now, the libs try to make this argument of, oh, but look at this time where there was some prohibition on open carry. Or look at this time. And, and they're going back hundreds of years on this English common law. They even go back to the medieval period. But you know what's what's fascinating about it is one the history of this stuff, and I mean this in general is just really interesting. But also, yeah, that's right. When you have illegitimate or authoritarian regimes, you know, a new king comes to power in the UK, or there's some war between factions in England, and you know what they try to do? Control who has weapons. When there's an authoritarian, when there's a tyrant in charge, you know what they always want to do? Make sure that only their people, their side, can have weapons. And it's the most basic understanding of politics you can have, right? Ultimately, this stuff all rests on force. 
The state at some level is an attempt at a monopoly on violence. And the state, when it is in the hands of a tyrant, wants to eliminate any possibility of a check on that violence. Ah, but that's why we have the Second Amendment. This is the genius of the founders. This is what they understood from really knowing the history of England and Europe and the whole world for that matter. People in power don't want anyone questioning their power and they want to stay in power and they want to do whatever they want to do. They want to pursue their whims. They want to oppress. They want to enrich themselves. And they want to destroy anybody who stands in their way. That's the nature of concentrated power. Well, when you have all the swords or you have all the knives or you have all the guns, etc., pretty easy to do that, isn't it? But when you don't know, when you send in your agents of the state into you know, 17th century England to take somebody in chains, torture them and, and have them executed for being an enemy of the state. Well, if they are armed, if their household members are armed. Perhaps their uh, household guard or just people that are in the neighborhood who see the tyranny. What can they do in response to this? A whole lot more. And that's the point. Now, people say, oh, but the, the state always wins. Does it, though? The, the dumbest argument you'll hear often about this is, well, the army has, has nuclear bombs. Yeah, the thing about tyrants is they don't usually want to nuke the city they're living in and ruling over, right? The thing about tyrants is that they want control and they don't want to be constantly looking over their shoulder. And that means, first of all, you turn an entire population against you if you carpet bomb your own cities, which some some have done. Some have tried this in the past. I'm not saying it's impossible, but there's always a fighting chance for the civilians and for the oppressed if they're armed. If they're not, then they have to take it. Right, then there's nothing they can really reasonably do in response to all of this. So now this means that six states are going to have to change the way that they have been infringing upon the Second Amendment for years now. This is a huge win for those of us who want... I mean, I, I would... People ask me, if I could just apply and get a carry permit in New York, of course I would have. I would have been a law... I would have owned a handgun in New York for roughly the last 20 years. I couldn't show proper cause they wouldn't give me one they wouldn't give me one and it wasn't worth going through what so i could have a premise permit well gee that's going to keep that's going to keep me really safe locked away in my closet with a trigger guard a lockbox, a separate lockbox for the ammunition Th those are the regulations by the way so that when the burglar breaks in through your window and comes at you with a sharpened hammer you can at least throw the lockbox with your ammo at the guy good luck with that but you see in this decision and the liberal response to it how so much of this is rooted in their own neuroses, their love of the state and its power, and their delusion that the state will keep everyone safe if only the good people in the state are in charge, and that there are no individual rights that are too sacrosanct for the state to trample over. They have, this is a, a mentality, this is deeply rooted in the psychology of the left, they will ban guns, and that means there will be no guns. Well, that's clearly not true. They will ban carrying of guns, and nobody will carry them. That's clearly not true. All they do is oppress and disarm the law-abiding. Well, now at least a major blow has been struck against this, and we have to keep the, we have to keep the pressure on. We have to keep this going.
And now, hopefully, people who believe in their constitutional rights in large numbers will get carry permits. And you know what will happen? This will be the fascinating thing, too. It'll take a few years, maybe five years, maybe ten. Crime will go down in many of these areas. And the libs will say, oh, it doesn't make any sense, or it's something else, or it's, it's our policies on, you know, late-night basketball, or it's after-school programs, or it's, you know, whatever. That's stopping the gun violence. Well, no. Criminals have a very different calculation when citizens can be armed and when they don't know. Changes your feeling about how, how many, you know, because remember, criminals don't commit crimes once. You have to always remember this. People who are carjackers, who are burglars, who are engaged in home invasions, armed robberies, they're not looking to do this once. Once they have done it, they realize, well, I've already crossed that threshold. I'm facing perhaps even decades in prison. Now this is what I do. But it's only a matter of time before they come across somebody who is armed, who has tactical training, and who has the will to defend himself or herself in a society where the law abiding can be armed. This is a, a great decision. 6-3, by the way. Roberts joined with the majority here. So he's a coward, but he's not an imbecile. I will give him that. Um, and the three libs, their dissent is just whimpering nonsense. It it's, reads like it was written by some, uh, some shrill, you know, moms against guns group. It's just, we're just going to take away all the guns. No, you're not, actually. Not on our watch. Not in this country, not while the Constitution still exists. Thanks for hanging with me today, team. Make sure you join me on the big show. I'm all three hours today solo. Clay's out on vacation. Uh, so the Clay and Buck show, I'm on for three hours. Make sure you listen in. Shields high. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has supported our nation's heroes and their families ever since. Heroes like Marine Corps Sergeant Adam Mayo. He served our nation for over seven years before he was severely injured during training. He was left paralyzed from the chest down, severely limiting his ability to move around his home independently. Tunnel to Towers paid Sergeant Mayo's mortgage, removing a financial burden for him and his family. The foundation gave him a specially adapted smart home designed for his specific needs. Tunnel to Towers helped severely injured service members and first responders, as well as Gold Star families and the families of fallen first responders. It has already come to the aid of so many heroes and their families by providing mortgage-free homes. The foundation is also committed to eradicating veteran homelessness. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T2T.org. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty. We're the Armstrong and Getty Show. We cover the stories the mainstream media ignores. The stories that are important to your life and important to the world. The election, of course. The many trials of Donald Trump. Couple of wars. Gender-bending madness. Why are kids looking at so much social media? And we bring you the stories the mainstream media is on. But we do it without the left-wing media spin. Listen to Armstrong and Getty On Demand on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Armstrong and Getty Show to start listening.